Happy New Year, Intentional Moms. Welcome to the Practically Speaking Mom Podcast, the place for an intentional mom to build a strong family. For the month of January, the theme for this podcast is goal setting and systems. The new year is the perfect time to set some goals. Wouldn't you agree? Val Harrison, the Practically Speaking Mom, asked me to be the guest host while she's working on a project for all of you intentional moms. I'm Lisa Nearing, and here's how I support intentional moms. Through True North Homeschool Academy, we are a full-service K-12 through grade live online academy that offers dynamic, interactive, small group classes, testing, advising, and more, including a podcast called Life Skills 101, Life Skills for a Digital Age. I'll be joining you in two episodes this month. This week, we're looking at teaching our kids how to set goals. I'm especially passionate about this topic because in my podcast, I focus on these types of soft skills for success for teens. Goal setting fits right into my niche. In fact, before we open up the vault to one of Val's former episodes on goal setting, I'd like to share with you a few tips from me for your students regarding goal setting. I really believe that teaching our kids how to use a planner is integral to helping them with goal setting and reaching their goals. Some kids very naturally understand planners and how to break down goals into bite-sized chunks. But in my experience, most kids need a little bit of help with this. I'd suggest you spend about an hour a week with your seventh graders and up having a weekly meeting where you talk about the week ahead, what obligations and expectations they have, as well as how to break down bigger projects. Get a planner that they like, colored pens or wasi tape even, if it's helpful, and spend some time teaching them that a 10-page research paper due in a month can be started now and incrementally worked on so that it's not overwhelming later. Also, most kids don't think through the pre and post setup of activities, like the drive to and from a sport. If they go to karate for one hour a week, but they have a half an hour drive before and after it, plus a shower, it ends up being much more than one hour a week on their planner. That weekly meeting is a great way to set up success in the form of goal setting for your kids and a fun time to just talk with them about what they hope to accomplish each and every week. Okay, we'll pull up a chair. Let's dive in together to one of Val's earlier podcast episodes. You're listening to the Practically Speaking Mom podcast, the place for an intentional mom to build a strong family. Happy New Year, everybody. I am so looking forward to an entire year of intentional growth along with you every Monday. Today, we're going to look at goal setting. Let's talk about teaching your kids the success habit of goal setting. You know, I've got plenty of habits I'm trying to break, but I've had a habit for a long time that's actually a good habit, goal setting with my kids. I learned how to really set goals and achieve them as a director in Mary Kay. I've been in Mary Kay for 20 plus years and have enjoyed it. I am no longer a director. It just was not the right fit anymore for me a couple of years ago. But for many years I was, and I actually earned the use of four free cars while being a stay-at-home mom, homeschooling my seven kiddos. And the only way to achieve things like that is by really having some good goal setting and goal mapping abilities in place. And I'm just thankful for all that I learned really um, mostly from Mary Kay 
in doing that, but I want to share with you how I have learned to set goals with my kids and achieve those or work on them because our kids need to know that success is in the journey as much as it's in the end achievement. Even if we never reach the end goal, we have succeeded by making progress. And so it's fun to, you know, it's more than fun. It is really, it is bonding to set goals together, to map them out together, and to watch God do great things. So there's three important steps to setting goals. The first one is pray over your goals before you set them, while you're setting them, and after you set them. We want God to be our partner in life. He knows us. He knows our circumstances. He knows our future. He knows all of those things better than we do. So having him as our partner in all of these decisions and all of these plans are just so critical. Ultimately, we want his will. We don't want our will. Scripture says that his ways are higher than our ways and his thoughts are higher than our thoughts. So far as the heavens are from the earth, so are his thoughts above our thoughts and his ways above our ways. He can do this so much better than we can. I need him to direct my life. So I pray before, during, and after goal setting sessions. And then as I go through the process of working towards these different goals as well. So definitely that's the first thing in teaching our kids uh, some good habits and goal setting. The second thing is to write it down. Get it in front of your face regularly, your goal in front of your face regularly. Maybe your kids can put them on their um, bathroom mirror or on their nightstand or both or on the fridge or whatever they're going to look at regularly, maybe on their the corner of their computer screen, um, if they've got schoolwork that they do on there or um, their front of their day planner, you know, on the door of their room just wherever they think will be effective for them and probably switching up the locations will be helpful also. But this is a great thing to do at the beginning of every year, getting your kids in the habit of really being more intentional. That's what this is. It's just, it's sort of mega intentional in that we're thinking it through and we're getting a good focus for our life, but we're doing it on paper. And we're really mapping it out with small steps along the way, which comes to step three, include a timeline of achievable little steps along the way. If you only have the big end goal, it may stay too unattainable. You and your kids need some little successes to celebrate along the way toward the big goal. Most of these goals that pertain to the four categories that I showed you, it wasn't last time, but a few podcast episodes ago, we did Raising a Luke 252 Kid. And I talked to you about you as a mom taking some time to pray over the verse Luke 252, Jesus grew in wisdom, stature, favor with God, favor with man, those four areas of life, and evaluating your child and figuring out what is the number one goal that you want to work on with them in their life over the next six months. And Sometimes I share those goals with them and sometimes I don't. It just depends on the child and it depends on whether it would help or hinder the growth in that area if they know about it. If it's something that they would 
do great with and they can partner together with you on them growing in that area. Awesome. But sometimes that's not the case. Sometimes they need to not know what you have evaluated. You know, God's like that with us. He knows so many more areas of our life that we need to work on than what he talks to us about because we can't handle that many. He gives us little bite-sized amounts of growth to do at a time because that's what we can handle without getting discouraged. So it's the same way with setting goals. So as you guys are figuring out what are some goals that you want to work on for the next year, you want to have big, dream big, a little bit too far out to be achieved without God. It's great to have goals that big but have little steps along the way that are achievable. For example, let's say you set a goal for your child to become more compassionate and empathetic with other people's feelings as their favor with man goal. Well, compassion and empathy can definitely be improved in life, but we don't really reach full achievement of totally compassionate and empathetic. We can always get better at it, but never finish the task completely. That's why it's important to have attainable little steps along the way, such as if I want my child to be more compassionate and empathetic, I might provide some opportunities for my child to help at a food bank or watch a documentary about a child who grew up in a difficult situation or read some books that illustrate what obstacles some people face. So there are many great books that would help them grow in empathy. I'll just mention two that our family has enjoyed. One is Johnny, it's spelled J-O-N-I. This is about Johnny Erickson Tata, a woman who, when she was 16 years old, had a diving accident and it left her a quadriplegic. She could not move from the neck down. And she has become a famous artist. She paints, singer, she writes music. She, um, she was making podcasts before podcasts were a thing. Um, she's very inspiring and there's several books by her, but her biography or autobiography is called Johnny, J-O-N-I. Another good one is called A Man Called Norman, The Unforgettable Story of an Uncommon Friendship by Mike Adkins. So that would be another thing that you guys could read as a family or your child could read, depending on their age, for helping them grow in compassion and empathy towards others. So those are some examples of little steps along the way toward achieving a goal. Now, my example that I gave to you is probably not one that kids are going to be, you know, rushed towards, oh, yes, I want to be more compassionate and empathetic. Well, so it might apply better to the four goals that you set for your kids uh, every six months, the four different areas that I mentioned from raising a Luke 252 kid, that podcast and a blog post on that topic is available on my website. I just wanted to give you those examples of little steps, but it could be that you, the goals that your child goes for might be, they want to learn how to play soccer. So, you know, what are some steps that they need to take to be able to do that? That'd be an example. I'm going to give you another example of something from our lives. My son, Nathan, wanted to go on a church youth group trip to Chicago and it was going to be quite costly. And he also was hoping to purchase a guitar. 
So we mapped out the costs of these goals and we brainstormed a list of all the things that we could think of that he could do to make money, but he was only 12. So the list was not exactly, you know, super long, but I told him, now, Nathan, if God wants your goals to be reached, he will provide some opportunities for you, but you need to know that he will expect you to follow through with those income opportunities, even if they're not exactly enjoyable options. So I think you should tell God ahead of time that you're willing to do the unpleasant if it's things he wants you to do. So let's really commit to that. So that's what we did first. His prayer was something like this. God, whatever opportunities you bring my way, I will do them even if I don't want to. And I only want these goals if you want these goals for me. Please have your will and I will praise you either way. So that was basically his prayer. So would you believe that for the next five days in a row, God had someone call us, you know, this was before texting and was a thing, but he, God had five days in a row, he had people call us with income opportunities for Nathan. And we had not told anyone about these goals. And it was not normal for him to get phone calls for things that needed to be done. One was helping out on someone's farm. Another was watching their boys a few days a week for some several months. Another was mowing lawns and some other opportunities came up as well. It was so faith building to see God at work in miraculous ways in Nathan's life through this goal setting. If we don't set goals that are a little out of reach, we won't recognize God at work in bringing opportunities. So teach your kids to set big goals, but to do so with attainable steps. So really, that's the three steps for helping your kids learn to set goals. I'll say them again for you. Number one is pray over the goals before, during, and after your goal setting session. And two, write it all down. I mean, we go through the brainstorming process where we just, you know, let's just write everything down that comes to mind of, you know, just wild, crazy, amazing things if those could happen. And remember, we're doing this prayerfully because we truly want God's will. We don't just want to, you know, what, I just want an amazing Xbox, you know, system. Now, that's okay sometimes, of course, but really our life is about so much more great and impactful things than that. Clearly a mission trip to Chicago and a guitar are going to be more edifying to a person's life than an Xbox system. So encourage your kids to really step out of the um, consumerism things that might be the first things on their wish list, so to speak. It's awesome if a wish list is really more like a bucket list that is about life experiences and growth and development rather than just stuff. So I do remember one year, it was New Year's Day, and we went around the room all of the kids that were born at that time and Rich and I, and we were just each sharing if anything could happen in the next year, what would you want it to be? What would you just be blown away if this happened? And my daughter, Becca said that she would love a horse. And my, my daughter, Tori said that she would love a trip to a particular pace. I don't remember where it was. It might've been Colorado, but I'm not sure. 
And then one of my kids has always been into marine biology things. And so he said he'd love to own a shark. And my husband said he would love to live in the country. And I don't remember the other kids' goals. But anyway, so we all just shared an amazing, you know, out of the box, way too big dream. And so we prayed that day about those goals and about those dreams. And then we just started writing down, okay, what steps would have to happen to make that dream come true, to make that come to pass? And so we, you know, broke some things down in bite-sized pieces, also putting deadlines on little bite-sized steps, little steps that are attainable towards the big goal that seems way out of reach. Um, So we put some steps down. Anyway, the end of the story is that that year we bought a place in the country. And do you know what came with that place? A horse. We didn't even know when we went to look at the property that a horse would be included, but it was. And also that year, because the other things had been happening that the other, the rest of the family had been asking for, I wanted our son who wanted a shark. I wanted that to really happen. So I, you know, just did some looking and found that there was an aquarium that had some sharks in formaldehyde in a jar. And so I ordered that for him. And anyway, so he got to have his goal to some extent, which was still neat because he was able to really study the different aspects of that fine creature up close and personal. Um, but anyway, you know, just imagine how bonding and um, amazing of a year we had to see God work through our efforts and our mapping out of goals to see them happen. And it hasn't been like that every year. We didn't buy a property every year, get our first horse every year, but we did have milestones in our life where God said, hey, let's do this together. Let's work on life together. I think that it can be more than you could ever ask or imagine. So anyway, I just wanted to share with you today, setting goals with your kids. I hope that you will not just make this a one-time deal, but really help them develop the habit of goal setting on every obstacle that comes up. Well, not every obstacle. Some obstacles don't really need goals to be set. They just need to, let's dig in there and do it, or let's figure out how to overcome this obstacle. But there are some things to achieve them really will require mapping it out, putting it in little steps, putting deadlines on these little steps. Man, I use this almost daily. I will set goals um, and then set deadlines on the small goals along the way. And it is so exciting. It's such an exciting way to live life. Two quick announcements at the end of this episode. One, you'll want to preview Princess Bride before you use it for a family movie night. It's for older kids. And there are a few words, one sentence, and a scene in the pit of despair that we skip at all ages. Speaking of previewing movies, are you familiar with PluggedIn.com? It's our go-to for finding out what's in a movie or show or game before viewing it. Unfortunately, Princess Bride is too old, so it's not on there. 
Secondly, on today's episode, I mentioned raising a Luke 252 kid. I do hope you'll truly allow that simple plan to impact your child's future. It's really my best method for becoming intentional with our child's development. There's a blog post and a podcast episode that's all about raising a Luke 252 kid, but I also have a product on my website that's only $2 to download. It's a small goal poster and it's instructions for goal setting about your child in the four main areas of health, mind, people skills, and character relationship with God. You can get this $2 download from my website, practicallyspeakingmom.com. When you purchase from my online store, it helps me to cover some of the costs of maintaining the Practically Speaking Mom ministry. If you benefit from this podcast, I'd be honored if you'd share it with others and join in our online community, Practically Speaking Mom, or in the private Facebook group, Intentional Mom Strong Family. That's Intentional Mom Strong Family. You've been listening to Val Harrison on the Practically Speaking Mom podcast, the place for an intentional mom to build a strong family. I hope you enjoyed today's episode from Val on Goal Setting. I'm guest host Lisa Nearing of True North Homeschool Academy. You can connect with me at truenorthhomeschoolacademy.com or on Facebook, Instagram, and Pinterest. Check out the show notes for links to me. I'll be here with you again next week as we continue this theme on the Practically Speaking Mom podcast. Mm-hmm.